Hello and welcome to episode 62 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this ep episode, I have an interview with Carla Tornellini and John Gallagher, the creators behind the currently running Kickstarter, Grim Reaper. Carla, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Why don't you lead us off with some background about yourself and a little bit about this comic? Sure, of course. Thank you, Matt, for having us today in your program. Uh, well, my name is Carla Tornielli. I am an artist. And, well, this time I illustrated The Green Reaper. Mm -hmm. um, well, my background, actually, I always have been a manga artist. Okay. So, so this uh, Western comic style of, of drawing is new to me. Uh, I learned so much new stuff for this comic and yeah i'm so excited to to show it to everyone because i i really love how it looks uh we have worked a lot on it so yeah uh, cool. yeah 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 so john um why don't you uh why don't you follow up with a little bit about yourself and and your role with the comic sure thing matt um so pretty much uh, I wrote and create, created this comic, something, a concept that I was working on for a long time um, in, in different scripts, and I kind of put them together to kind of have the final product. Um, so the Grim Reaper, the, the story of the Grim Reaper, um, it's about, it, if I can give you a quick synopsis, it's about, it's about the angel of death. So the Grim Reaper in this story is not an entity or a being anymore, it's more of a title that some people are chosen to become the Grim Reaper, you know what I mean? So kind of, it's, it's kind of like a um, ghost rider situation, if you will, in this case. So the newest Grim Reaper that, that's chosen, because I, I always like to include in my stories, like uh, historical characters and things like that. So this one in particular, I don't know if you remember from, I don't know, history class, maybe uh, the Red Baron, you know, the, the famous German mm -hmm. pilot, World War One. So when he gets shot down, he gets a visit from the Green Reaper, and he's and he gets offered a job. He basically has two choices. You know, you either gonna go to hell for all your war crimes, or you can become this new thing and you take on the mantle and 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 do my job from now on, basically. So he accepts, and so he now has to learn how to do his job um, in a more challenging world where humans are trying to beat death at every every time they can. So there is this mass group of scientists that are trying to bring people back from the grave um they work with cryonics or so people that freeze themselves into the future you know hoping that they can be reanimated later um with new technology and things like that and so they're they're really trying to do that uh the grim reaper is not happy about it and eventually something really awful happens with this new creation and and and, and they basically end up making an abomination because uh, you know, of course, the person that they reanimate has no soul and he starts to degenerate and, and he escapes the lab and he goes in a murder rampage. And now the Grim Reaper has to go after them. Uh, as a side plot of the story, you have that the, the death, the Grim Reaper has three chil three children, which are, represent different types of deaths. Uh, they're more symbolic children, if you will. Um, they have powers and weapons as well as, as their father. Mm -hmm. And so they also go after this creature. And so the conflict arises from that part. And it's a very interesting, very interesting story. So what I wanted to do with the story was basically just combine a lot of things that I'm good at with writing. So there is a lot of humor in it, but just always dark humor. It's, it's a very, it's a very adult story um, tonally. And you also have 
you know, a little bit of horror, tons of action, uh, suspense, and 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 if you like those weird stories, kind of those indie weird stories that I, I will tell you where I drew a lot of inspiration from, and what I like to compare. Obviously, the, the comparison is it's. I'm not quite there yet, but I like to compare it to Neil Gaiman's uh, first take on the Sandman uh, when back when um, Vertigo was, you know, a thing. I think they, they they canceled that. But I don't know if you ever read the Sandman, the, the first the, the first issues of the Sandman. I'm a big fan of that, so I think I drew a lot of inspiration, and you can see a lot of that in the in the story. Uh, so that's basically just kind of what the story is going to be about. Um, as far as myself, I've always been I've always been a writer, but I've been mostly in novels and horror stories and things like that, which you can which you can see translated in the pages of the comic. So as far as comics, my experience in comics has been just pretty much uh, a lot of webtoons. So this will be the first project that I've done that is going to be in print. Very cool. I really enjoyed the uh, the the concept there, the 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 history and the the combining it with a little bit of uh, futuristic sci-fi. That's a, that's a really cool concept you got going on there. Um, Carla, um, you said something interesting at the beginning of this interview. You said that you mainly started off as a manga artist. Um, so, uh, what are some of the challenges from going from, from the manga style to a more, um, like American style? I know that like manga goes in a different direction. Like did you, or was there, was there challenges with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been drawing manga all my life. I started to draw Western comics this year. So yeah, it was a, a big transition there. Uh, I would say that the biggest challenge is the visual language because the way the, character, the characters express themselves uh, are so different. Like in Japanese comics, like you, you don't use the same expressions, you don't use the same angles. Uh, Everything is so different. Everything. Um, so yeah, I, 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 to to put it in a nutshell, I would use the word um, visual language. Mm -hmm. The way you you uh, sh you convey your ideas, um, it's different than the way you narrate them visually. Yeah. Okay. And John, sort of uh, another. Uh, transition question you said that you started off writing uh like prose work um what were some of the challenges you found from from going from writing like long form novels or short stories to to writing a comic well i gotta tell you as far as challenges is concerned and, and this is you know this is true of any type of script writing you can see that a lot of times um my biggest challenge was time you know what mm -hmm. i mean uh, it felt like it felt like I was dragging a lot of times. It felt like my dialogues were to work way too wordy, and that's understandable for somebody who writes books and and has to you know what I mean has to really detail every single thing to the you know to the smallest of details. Uh, so I had to learn to be to become a little bit more efficient with with my with my word count. You know what I mean? Because obviously a lot of times we I had this massive dialogue that I thought it was okay, but when I see it in page, it's pretty much just covering the entire panel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And there is no there's no no drawing. So I'm like, okay, so I have to uh cut out a, a few things here that are not necessarily important to the plot and that are just worthy and and just and just kinda kinda do that. That was that was definitely I think the the the, the biggest challenge. 
you see that the, the big difference, you know, you can't just take a book and make it into a movie because I like to treat comics as movies in, in a way because they are kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you have, you're giving the, you're not telling necessarily a story, but you're, 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 you're telling it, but you're also showing it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I like to do. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of exposition in movies or in comics. You know, um, if, if I'm going to, if, if there is something important to the plot and there's something happening, you, you bet you're going to be seeing it. You know what I mean? At least from my stories. Uh, so, so, so there is that definitely, but I, I'll say one of the, one of the biggest strengths when, when from coming, from coming from, from, from books and things like that, um, was, was also definitely, uh, you know, the, a, a little bit more of, um, of realist, uh, dialogue, if you will, you know, so, so, so the dialogues in the story are, are a little bit more relatable and things like that than a lot of comics that I've read recently. Uh, so definitely I'm happy about them. Okay. And Carla, switching back to you, um, your art process, what is that like? Are you a, a digital artist? Are you a traditional artist working with uh, pen and paper? Uh, how does how does that go? Well, yeah, uh, I switched to digital, to digital art long ago because uh, it's much less time consuming. It's cheaper, it's faster. And well, when you are working and you make a living, of something like drawing an illustration you need like the more convenient way of working so yeah uh, i work digitally uh, however uh, in this comic in particular um i am co-illustrating with the sketch artist that he he likes to work uh traditionally on mm-hmm. paper so he scans uh his pages and then i edit i color i ink i I do everything on Photoshop. So I, let's say that for this particular comic, it's like a mixed result, but I personally prefer uh, working digitally. Yeah. Cool. Um, and John, your scripts, are they, uh, are they, are they full scripts? Are you sort of, uh, you know, di- uh, diagramming out like uh panel counts and, and stuff, or are they more free form for the, for the, the sketch artist? No, I, I gotta tell you, I am really picky about that. I was, um, <laughs> I started, I, I tried it out. I am not good at drawing at all, mm-hmm. but I tried it out because she was, she, she told me, you know, just help, help me out with a few sketches here and there. And I tried it and I'm like, okay, well, I'm awful at this, but I, but I started, but, but it helped me a lot because I started to understand a lot of things that I wasn't before, before it was just, you, you know, I'll just tell you the story, just figure out how you're going to divide the panels. Now, the way I do it, I just detail panel one. This is what's happening. This is what's it. Panel two, page two. You know what I mean? So it's very, it's very structured as a script now. Um, I think I have evolved in that, in that sense because I, coming from, you know, writing just write, writing novels and short novels and, and little things for anthologies. Now, I am like, I am so much more organized with it. And, and I understand, um, you know, she is really good at this because she understands my thoughts because a lot of times i don't necessarily put them on paper that well but she but a lot of times i have a vision it might just be a camera angle it might be you know something that i don't necessarily say and she gets it you know um so that's why i always say that she's the one that brings this to life and and the magician because 
you know, you will be surprised with all the all the work that goes into it. You know, every little detail, the tilting, the lighting, the shadowing, um, you know, the movement and everything like that. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it's so important for the story, for a visual story that uh, that I feel like, uh, you know, I, I definitely appreciate that more. So I try to be very, very, very good with, with the scripts when I give it out, over to them so that they have an easier time putting it on, 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 on paper. So um, following up on that, I know that you mentioned sometimes you, you know, like, or you, you might suggest like the camera angle that you're thinking when you're writing, how like detailed are your, your panel descriptions? Are you um, every once in a while saying like, I think this is a wide angle shot, or I think this is a, a low angle shot, or are you leaving that up to, to the artist a lot of the time? A lot of the time I'm doing it myself, I'm writing it and I'm, uh, you know, it can be anything from, um, I see this person from behind or I only see her hair and the other head is speaking out because um, obviously for, for, for this comic, I've been, you know, I, I, I had a lot of inspiration, but also lately I've been reading a lot of comics myself, um, you know, to see uh, some of uh, comics best works that I could find and, 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 and kind of understanding more of what the, because you'll be surprised, you know, it's not, it's not as easy as it looks definitely definitely there's a science to it there's a science to it is 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 you know it's it's crazy i was i was before she she explained it to me because i didn't know but there was it's, it's so sequential you know maybe this panel cannot be this much bigger because then it takes attention away from this one and the action panel has to be the last one so that it, it draws you into flipping the page and seeing what's next and all, all those little things and 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 so professional so, so many professional tips that i've that i've learned from her from our other co-illustrator co that they essentially have made me a, a far better script writer than I was before, for sure. Very cool. So I think that's going to tie into one of the questions I wanted to ask. Um, <laughs> what are some of the uh, the benefits or um, or possibly drawbacks as a couple working together on a project? <laughs> well, <laughs> you can be completely honest. <laughs> Uh, not, not to say you can yeah, like I told her before I think I'm a pretty good boss right <laughs> yeah <laughs> well um well of course there are good and bad parts but I think they're mostly good mm -hmm. because well since you live with the person you really understand uh the thoughts communication yeah. you communicate so much yeah better. for sure yeah when I have I have because like I said I was working with another co-illustrator but we um I did some webtoons in the past uh, so I've I've had to deal with uh, people I don't know that draw for me and they live somewhere far. You know what I mean? So it's, a lot of times it's hard and time consuming and exhausting to explain to them to every detail what I want to see. But she's next to me, you know, so I just I just turn around and tell her, hey, you know, I thought about this. Why? Let's do this in that panel. And she's like, sure, you know. So that's, that's the main advantage is communication is so much easier and you get to see the process in real life. Um, that's something I never experienced before, but it's like, I'll tell you my, my job writing it, it, although it's a very creative job and it takes a lot of skill and it takes a lot of imagination, their job as illustrators and artists, it's just time consuming. I mean, they work really hard on this. I, I've seen it and they work to perfection. They are, you know, 
they are masters at their crafts for sure, but they put a lot of effort into it. And I never really realized after, you know, I, I was used to just seeing the final product, what goes into making these things into, into just giving them life. And it's really impressive. You know what, what these people do. A lot of times I don't like it because I have this panel that I'm in love with. And, and, you know, I love the heck out of it. I think it's, um, it, it looks beautiful. And then she comes along and says, well, let's, let's trim it here. Let's trim it there. Let's get rid of his nose, his <laughs> mouth, his eyes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? You know what I mean? I, I don't <laughs> like when he when he's watching me work because it stresses me out so much. <laughs> so it's, it's like a butcher shop there. And I'm like, oh, I can't take this anymore. So I go You're away. You're the writer. Go away. <laughs> and then so I come back and I see the final product. Okay, I see what you did there. I like it better. But you know what I mean? So it's just those little things that yeah. they complement each other in a yeah, nice way. Yeah, and sometimes like you're sleeping and then you wake up in the middle of the night. Hey, babe, I think we should change that panel in that page. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you guys answered a question for me. I was wondering if it was ever a time where, um, Carla, you told John to maybe uh, go for a walk and let you, uh, let you uh, work out a page and to uh, come back and, and see the result. But you, you answered that question for me there. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, like since he's the writer, he pictures the things uh, a certain way, but uh, I think it's very beneficial for the story, like objectively, mm -hmm. that it's a team of people that are, we are all searching for the best result. So we all have different ideas sometimes. And, that's, that's true. That's, we debate a lot. Like, no, but, that, but that's... Sometimes we fight. That, well, we <laughs> Over don't a fight. panel. We don't fight. But, well, but, not a fight, but we like... But, but, to be, but, but to be honest, yeah, you're right about that. There's a lot of times where I picture <laughs> something in my head and they come up with something a lot better than I, than I thought before. And I'm like, okay, I like that better. Yeah, let's go with your idea. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do that a lot of times just, just because I don't want to sacrifice quality over over you know my pride or anything you know if if they do if they have a better idea than me in, in, a, in a panel or a page I, I definitely accept it and the great thing about her especially with the lighting and the and tones of, of, of the colors and things is that she understands something that I, I never quite explained it to her but I don't know how she picked up on I mean, all the years working on, on, on comics for sure but um, the, the the story switches a lot from thematically you know what I mean and it goes from a very dark place to a very light place storytelling wise and it goes from a, from a more dramatic place to a, to a serious, to a more philosophical even, to a more action-packed uh, place. So it's a roller coaster of emotions here. And somehow she makes it so with the colors, you know. It's, it's really magical when you see it. It's, it's a whole different story when you, have a, when you have a comic book. And I know that you did manga before. When you have a comic book, you have a manga that doesn't have color. Seeing yeah. it with color, it really, really changes a lot of a lot of the perspective of the story and everything. So it, it's it's a really good compliment to it. Yeah. So Carlo, um, so who are some of the artists that you look to uh, for inspiration um, as an artist? Some somebody maybe that you look looked at when you were coming up, and you were like, "That's that's what I want my art to look like." Well, yeah. Since I'm ten years old, it always has been Rumiko Takahashi. She's the author of Inuyasha, Ranma, Nibunoichi. I, I don't know how it's in English. Um, well, yeah, Rumiko Takahashi is my favorite. Then I have some influence of Hiromashima, but that, that's just manga, you know? Okay. Uh, now I have to, like, mix my style with Western-style comics. Um, since... You know, I identify as a manga artist. Mm -hmm. 
that now is drawing Western comics. Uh, so I, I don't have a particular influence in Western. Uh, I would say that my my style is like a mixture of both styles. You you get the best. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say that's uh, that's a pretty good place to be, and uh, maybe maybe like the analogy is one foot in uh, two worlds, where you're 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 bringing you're bringing those two styles together. Um, uh, do you know like uh, so what like uh, when you were trying to learn like Western comics? Um, was there anything that you looked at uh, to 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 uh, to to learn those? Were you looking at the big two, like your DC or your Marvel? I know that. Uh, yeah. yeah, like I, I am going to be completely honest here. I just googled Marvel pages, okay. pages. <laughs> Everything's so visual when, when you when you are an artist. So yeah, I just have to see it to understand it. I, I don't need to read much. <laughs> But even then, a lot of times when you finish when you finish a page, you, you know you can see those influences, especially in color. Uh, not so much in the art because because you do these really pretty faces and the hands and things like that. I really like it. <laughs> but with the colors, and then you and then you make it better with the textures and the shadowing and the lighting and and, and all those oh, yeah. things that make. You know, that I was surprised. You know, I, I never knew that you could do this. But yesterday she was working on a page, and we're almost done with the book. By the way, we we only have a very few pages left and the pinups. And and she makes the, uh, something something so so simple that I, I didn't think about. So there's a scene when um, the, the doctor, the, the scientist, is watching from a window what's happening inside the, the operation room, and you could see his reflection. You know, something so simple. Like, oh, I, I didn't know that you could do that. You know, it's really it's really cool. You know, a lot yeah. of things that. That's really, yeah, well, yeah the, the, that's the good part. About, the good part about the digital art that you can include a lot of effects, yeah. textures. Uh, lights yeah so is this the first time you guys have done anything with crowdfunding like kickstarters indiegogos is this the first time you guys have used a platform like that it is it is the first time yes sir first time and uh do you have uh like any future plans is this this series going to continue with a uh, issue two anything like that the series will come continue with issue two and issue three um however we have an we have a few other projects lined up that are going to be taking place before it mm -hmm. so i have two more i have two more uh graphic novels that are going to come after it then we're going to come up with a sequel to this uh, and in the sequel to this we find out um there's another son of death which is which represents you know i, I told you I, I i didn't explain this to you but in this issue we find out that each death represents a certain type of death uh, they are born from the energy that that you know that people produce when when, when they die a certain way. So, for example, uh, we have our girl, which is our pinup girl, because she is she is really drawn in a very sexy way. So, she um, you <laughs> you know, back she, she represents the she represents the the glamorous death. You know, people who die of old age, uh, you know, calmly in their homes, laying in bed. Then you have another one that represents kind of a, a heroic death. You know, the soldier, the person who sacrifices himself for others and, and dies doing that. Then you have uh, somebody that represents, and, and you can tell with, with, with his action and his words, that he represents a, a, the people that die dumbly, you know, the people that die in a stupid manner, like sticking a fork in the outlet or, or, or falling off a roof of the top because mm -hmm. of monkeying around and things like that. And so there's a four child of death that's, that kind of comes along and he's kind of been shunned, uh, you know, throughout all the all, all of their lives and, and, and like 
they don't mess with him and they don't talk to him and he represents kind of like uh he's the murder rate you know he 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 represents the murderers i guess you can say he's the patron saint of of murderers and killers and, and and everything violent and he represents violence so he brings that chaos into the story and they will have to battle with that as well so the concept is really neat uh, however i'm still working on it but as far as crowdfunding i think i think this is this is this was an amazing opportunity for me mm-hmm. um i really you know I, I i didn't even care when i started it like i know that kickstarter is really is really stern with with this rule that it's all or nothing but but when i started it i said look even if even if we get one back, even if I know that one person that I don't know, that's not a relative or a friend, somewhere in the world that, you know, is reading my, is reading my stuff. I'm a happy boy. You know what I mean? That's all yeah. it takes for me. Like, this is the goal. This is the ultimate goal. It's really not yeah. to make money. I mean, obviously it's, it's cool if we make money on the way, but it's, it's for people to actually uh, see our see our our stories read it and enjoy them you know and if we can bring happiness to to a person for for five minutes of their life that, that i'm happy with it you know what i mean so this is the first time we do kickstarter for sure um but we 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 have i know i'm a she says i'm a machine of ideas and i have yeah. all of these projects lined up so she has, she kind of has to keep up with it and and, and kind of gives me the dirty look a lot of times because i'm like, oh well i just came up with this great story let's do it you know what i mean so like, well, many I, ideas. i'm barely on page one of the last one <laughs> you know what i mean the worst part is that they are all good yeah. so i want to do all of them <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah but so yeah we have other projects lined up there'll be a, there will be a follow-up to this story and there will be a third part as well that i also have in in, in my head we have, I don't have those in writing yet because, like I said, I have I have um, another two um, comics that I have lined up that are not part of the same thing. Although I I I, I like to include like cameos and things from characters from other ones, kind of like building a new universe kind of thing. I don't know. That's just that's just fun for me. But well, um, that's 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 pretty cool. Um, but I want to follow up on the next two issues of Grim Reaper. Like you said, that they're in your head and they're not written down. But do you have uh, do you have the 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 end point like uh, for that that last page on issue three that you're sort of you know where it's going and you're just gonna you're just gonna you know you you have that end point so you're just working to it. Yes, I have that end point, and that's that's a great question, man. Somehow I always start. Well, I start with character, you know, I get a character, then I get the story, but the conflict to me is like the last, the last thing I work on, you know, that's the easy part, but always the ending is one thing I, I always envision before anything else. Yeah, I got, I got it. I, I got the, I got the ending. I, I know how it's going to end. I don't want to spoil it. Obviously no, I know no. that, I know that you'll be reading it. So <laughs> um, I, I know that I want, I want to surprise you for sure. And, and surprise everybody, all of our backers and all of our supporters. Uh, and all of our future supporters as well so but they will be they will be it will be a good time it will be a good it will be a good read very cool sure. and i think that i think that's good news that you have the end point uh in mind because uh, i know for myself uh sometimes i uh you know i you said you're a character guy i tend to be like a concept guy and i'm like oh that's a cool idea and then i jump into it and i get started and i'm like oh i don't know where i'm going now but now that you 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 know you have that that point, so you're just you're just working to it. So that's that's really good news. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, I have I have a lot of life experiences, a lot of friends, and you wouldn't believe half of the things that we've gone through and and, and that we've heard. So all of these stories, you know, it's funny because she always tells me, you know, I would be surprised about this story and really excited if I haven't heard, if, if you hadn't told it a million times before. You know what I mean? 
So it's like, okay, yeah, you you know, you got me there, but people haven't heard it, so let's put it let, let's put it in the paper, you know. So that's why I think stories come to me so naturally because um, a lot of life experiences, a lot of friends that have crazy life experiences and and just wild imagination a lot of times. Um, <laughs> and but I start from the character. I, I start from the character for sure. I, I start with this would be a cool character. Let's put him in some trouble. Let's give him some trouble and let's. And let's make him suffer a little bit, put him, put him through the gutter, you know, and, and let him come out on top or, or you know, and see if people, like, if people like it or not. But also, my favorite part about your storytelling is, like, the way you narrate it. Because it's, it's, not, it's not only what happens, but how you tell it. You, you make it so entertaining and so fun. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's a shame because a lot of times visually you can't really put that on paper. I just put little little jokes for the artists, if you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? That only they will ever get to see, you know. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, and, and little things like that, even in the most serious stories that I've written, they don't always take themselves too serious, you know. There, no, there, there will be some jokes, there will be some lighthearted moments, and there will be some, some you know, I remember that you like this joke so much when um, because we worked on a project before, but that was a webcomic. Um, so that we, we, we haven't finished yet and, and it's still kind of, it's still kind of pushed back until we, we finished this part. Um, and she was just dying and I'm like, I didn't even think that was such a good joke. It was, um, <laughs> so there's this monkey, right? That the, the Soviet Russians are, are sending, uh, animals to space in, in the space race. So there's this monkey that gets sent to space and gets lost in space and eventually gets picked up by some aliens. They do some work on, the, on, on him and, and they send, you know, they send them back to earth kind of like, like as a prank, you know what I mean? Uh, but the monkey hole, like super sentient and super, um, his abilities are heightened. And now he, his cognitive abilities are heightened. Now he's super smart. He's super, uh, he's almost human. And so he comes to earth, he befriends this child and he goes um, against the Soviet Russian space program and the people that had him before because they were pretty much tortured and he goes after them. And so they're at a train station. And and so the monkey is is smoking a cigar because why not you know what I mean? <laughs> and so the the guy at the train station asked the boy why is your monkey smoking a cigar? And he goes oh well he's just Cuban. And so <laughs> my my wife when she, when she read it she was laughing I'm like I didn't even think that was such a good joke but I I like to include little stupid things like that that I that I find lighthearted and and people like funny because I, I like it. <laughs> So um, one thing that you said earlier about being a character guy and you like to, to like put them in a situation and have them talk out, um, which reminded me of something like, uh, I don't know if this is an influence, um, but is Stephen King like an influence on you? Because I know like his thing is like, I want to put two characters in a room and have them start like talking. And then he's sort of like, the story moves from there. So is that sort of similar to your to your process? It's not only very similar, but at the same time, when when you brought it up, it, it, yeah, it's it's definitely been an inspiration of mine. Uh, oh, I am a big Stephen King fan. I think that what he does with with bad guys, it's amazing. You know, he can take a bad guy and make him. I mean, he he has bad guys that are. Not necessarily always relatable, but but people that aren't necessarily bad but are like on the verge and they can maybe take it too far, but they don't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think he does that extremely well, and I think they that, that makes a, uh, an evil character super relatable. Um, as far as as far as those influences are concerned, I am, you know, I'm always very open about 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 saying that I I like the mysticism of of gay men and of more. Mm -hmm. You know, I think they are. 
they are real wizards. You know what I mean? They, I like their mysticism and, and, and their and their magic and their thing. You know, I, I really love Tarantino's uh, um, dialogues. I think they are the best, in my opinion. And definitely, and definitely, the Stephen King's way of telling a character is is for sure a big inspiration of mine. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've. Uh, it sounds like uh, if you're going to take influences, you're taking influences uh, from from the greats there. So, right. for sure, for sure. So, um, so cool. So, um, just to close this out, um, when you guys do your other projects, will they be in sort of the same genre, or are they going to break off into to different areas? Yes. They, we, we're going to break up into some areas. I want to try my, I want to try a little, I want to try my hand at, um, this the superhero genre. Okay. I gotta tell you, I am, you know, I'm still, uh, I'm still a newbie on this. So they, it will look because it's my story, you know, and I, I know you, this is the first story of, of mine you've ever heard about, but I know you will know this. It's going to be a little bit too realistic and a little bit too greedy, but at the same time, it will have some camp for sure. It will have some camp, but, uh, but, it will not be too, um, I guess you will say too fan- fantastical. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I want to try that for sure. And then I have another project that I that I really like that I, that I want to put out there as well. That will be that will be sci-fi, space kind of thing, uh, space travel, and 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 that 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 will be coming up soon for sure. But so they will. It, we have we have big variety they're not all the same but at the same time all of them have li- little pieces of me right and little pieces of you for sure in the art because mm-hmm. you are interpreted so well when 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 i'm thematically you know but it, they will have little pieces and they will have moments of of of, of humor they will have a, a lot of action they will have moments of of um even horror in doing horror in comics is it's is, it's hard but she does this really well when she says you know what you finish this page here but it's really hard if if this is supposed to be a horror story to to be scared when you open the page and you can see what the scary what the scary thing is you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so so if you put it in the middle of the page you might as well do a another do it on the other side so that when you flip the page then there's the scary you know what i mean and it's popping up at you so she does that really well too. So I think that we're gonna be hopping from genre to genre while at the same time using a little bit of everything that that that, that pretty much identify you know mm-hmm. us. Yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. It seems like you guys have uh uh like checks and balances, like uh you know, you you, you started off with the idea and you have you have this script and then Carla's coming in and being like, uh, you know it can be more effective if we have this beat here as opposed to, to here. So you guys are even, even in that, that stage of it, you're, you're still sort of changing it up and, and formatting it for the best way to tell it in, in comics. So that's, that's pretty cool. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we're a team. We're a team cool. and we're playing for the same goal. So for sure. Yeah. And also we're not only artist and, and writer we also are editors yeah uh marketers yeah <laughs> or everything yeah no but it's easy to sell something that you're passionate about you know yeah. I, I feel like i feel like the, the reason why i i have i'm having so much fun like i'm having so much fun with this kickstarter is because um you know i not only because we have backers people that backed us that i don't know that you know like 
it's it's crazy that people are gonna read my stuff and they're truly you, you know what I mean yeah so that that's that that to me is amazing but it, it's it's easy to get behind something that you're passionate and 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 sell it with with honesty and 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 with love you know at the end of the day you love this you love your work you love all the sacrifice that you put into it and you really you really we we really worked hard on this we yeah. just so you know what i mean so i think we appreciate what the final product is going to be which is almost 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 there almost done yeah yeah so uh let's let's uh let's let's talk about the the kickstarter as we close out looking at it uh at at the time of us recording right here uh, we have a little bit over two weeks to go. So um, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you online? Um, and I'm going to link all of this stuff in the show notes. Uh, so anybody listening can click click those links and uh, get some more information about the, the Kickstarter. But as I said, um, at the time of this recording, we have 16 days to go and uh, we're getting close to that uh, funding goal. So let everybody know where they can find you. Absolutely. Well, as far as the Kickstarter goes, um, just go to the Grim Reaper mm -hmm. uh, in the section and, and you'll find it there. Um, we have a presentation video. Uh, that's the thumbnail, which I believe is uh, it, it has green background. Yeah, yeah, it has a green background an and, and, and it has an action, cool. an action scene. Yeah, it does. Um, so in our social media, you can find me at uh, my Twitter, which is coming up because i don't know that from the top of my head oh come on babe <laughs> but you, you can tell mine it's what's yours carla slash but so so yeah carla underscore but carla mm -hmm. with a c, carla, underscore. carla with a c underscore tornieli and that is t-o-r n-i-e-l-l-i and then my and then my twitter you can find me at john at john gal so J O H N G A L uh 74923137 oh that was the only thing available on twitter when i created it so the, you know, he appears as john gallagher i think it's easier to find him as john, john gallagher. gallagher and 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 so my picture is is it's a it's a white background with a black uh, a, a black and so my face is, is it's all black so with the with the logo, it's it's, just, it's basically a logo. It's just John Gal. So yeah, it's at John Gal seven four nine two three one three seven. That's my that's my Twitter address. No worries, I'm gonna put that in the show notes. I think it might be easier for people to just uh, go to the show notes and and, and click that uh, to to get there. So um, oh. if anybody wants to to see that, um, but I'm going to give you guys uh, one last time to, to pitch the Kickstarter before, before I close it out. So give us like the, the elevator pitch. I know we, we talked about it a lot, but just give us sort of a quick, you know, this is what, this is what this book is about. For sure. Look, if you are into good storytelling, fantastic and beautiful art, uh, if you like action, if you like horror, if you like uh, fun, fun and humor and all of that combined into one thing and if you are passionate about um supporting indie creators uh then you definitely want to give this one a go uh you for sure won't regret it it's a lot of fun it will be a great book it's a it's a great price for the book it's only ten dollars for for the print copy which is which has 30 36 pages in it and it will be it will 
will be only four dollars for the for, for the PDF, the the uh, electronic copy. So so for sure it is uh, it's a good price for 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 a great looking book, for an uh, for an awesome story, and for just and and just to to also of course support indie creators that are coming up in the industry. Very cool. So I had a lot of fun talking to you guys, uh, and I'm gonna link the the Kickstarter in the in the show notes i'm going to link both of your twitters and the show notes so anybody who wants to 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 back and get us over that funding goal and to give you a follow to to see this and your future products can do that so if anybody wants to to give us a follow we are on twitter at construct Compod. we are on instagram at constructing comics pod and we are on facebook at Facebook forward slash Constructing Comics. We also have a YouTube channel under the same name of Constructing Comics where we do sometimes some more of our visually heavy uh, content and links for our social media and links for uh, the Kickstarter will be uh, with this uh, this podcast in the show notes. So I'd like to thank everybody and encourage everybody to go out there and uh, make some comics and uh, check out this cool Kickstarter.